Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Now for the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis and Dave Skull here on a Friday, which should be, Dave, a festive Friday uh, for us. We're out here at Noble Funk. This is my first time coming out here since it's open. I know you said you've been here uh, before. We're going to have the old uh, the company party here. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for that. You should be. It's an awesome space. I mean, it's 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 got a great vibe. You know, there's an outdoor area for... Uh, for you know, good weather, which it's, it feels fine out there to me, but I know the rest of you. If any you, of you were are calibrated differently, and you're not, you know, Dave is wearing shorts. I just want you to know that I am dressed ahead. like it's Easter weekend. <laughs> you, you most certainly it's are. A lot, of, a lot of pastels. For you. A lot of pastels. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, I love the vibes in here. I can't wait to, to drink some good beer and 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 uh, have fun with uh, with some of my my radio uh, co-hosts and producers and all that. It's always a good time. Co-hosts and producers and all that. And all that. I like that. And the salespeople, too. Uh, we have... It might have been easier just to say all the employees of ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Co-workers would have been good. Co-workers. Co-workers. All yeah. of them uh, would have been That's what a normal human being fine. would have said. But it's fine. What you said works, too. Sure. So it's fine. A biscuit. You're the farthest <laughs> thing from being normal. And that's nothing too bad. That's true for all that's of us, That's very true. That's really true Thanks, for Tanner. all of us. Look, we've got a lot uh, to get into here today. Almost all of it... An official broadcast partner of the University of Louisville, WLCL Sellersburg is 93.9 The Ville. Show up early, cash out quarterly. First 100 fans to show up for the big game on Sunday get a free square for a chance to win a Twin Peaks gift card at the end of every quarter. Plus, every fan scores free fried pickles just for showing up. Contact your favorite store for more information on availability and offers. Twin Peaks, eat, drink, scenic views. This Valentine's Day, write your love story with Love Letters. Love Letters Diamond Initial Pendants exclusively from Davis Jewelers. I'm Ashley. And I'm Hank Davis. Our gorgeous Diamond Initial Love Letter Pendants are the ultimate symbol of your affection because it's her initial in diamonds. Our Davis Diamond Love Letters Pendants are available in 14 karat white or yellow gold on a 16 to 18 inch adjustable chain and started just $349. With a Valentine's jewelry gift purchase of $500, receive a box of four hand-painted G-Slate Gourmet Chocolates 
while supplies last as our gift. How much do you love her? This Valentine's, spell it out with Diamond Love Letters exclusively at Davis Jewelers. Louisville's largest fine jeweler. Where love and Valentine's, it's what we do. Davis Jewelers, more loose diamonds, more elite brands, more in store for you at Davis Jewelers, Louisville's largest fine jeweler. From anywhere in Kentuckyana, we're on Forest Green Boulevard, just off North Hurstbourne Parkway and at davisjewelers.com. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you fueled by a passion for sports, dreaming of turning it into a career? Midway University has the playbook to help you achieve that dream, and our online programs are a key part of that winning formula. Whether coaching, managing events, uh, overseeing venues, or excelling in marketing, uh, Midway okay. offers several degree programs to help you score big in the sports industry. Right. Enroll now and kickstart your journey to an exciting Saturday, you know when our conversation ended. Find out more at midway.edu forward slash winning. Oh, oh, no. Okay. So we can just do the whole Lamar. When it comes to your here. business, presentation is everything. That's why at Shaheen's Uniforms, they specialize in creating the it. perfect image for your team. Established in 1922, it, they've been Andrew. outfitting businesses like yours with uniforms that not only impress, but Make also sure stand the test too. of time. Whether you need corporate attire, because when it's workwear, just you, or specialized no uniforms, yeah, they've got you covered. Their selection is as diverse now, as your unique business needs. Join the ranks of satisfied clients who've trusted Shaheen's Uniforms to elevate their brand. Shaheen's Uniforms, a century of dressing success. Success, one uniform at a time. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here. We uh, lost our uh, connection there. Uh, let's be careful no, here. Make sure we're doing all of this correctly. Hopefully that won't happen uh, again. So uh, bear with us here as we're uh, out here at Noble Funk. It's not their fault. Uh, uh, I think everything's good now. I think we're good now. I hope so. <laughs> Where do like do we have to reset that Lamar conversation? Do you want to have it again? I think we should. Yeah, let's I think do he it. Deserves. Uh, I think he, I, I think he deserves to take a victory lap over a lot of people who again. Messed it up all the way. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about the people who said that he, not that he wouldn't be good, but that he wasn't a quarterback at all. Yeah. So that's what I was saying, um, I guess, to nobody. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. But um, you would have had to take in basically the most cursory look at his, at his college resume and his film to think, man, I, we just can't work with that. It's like the easiest, most the laziest take to look at that and say, he's a hell of an athlete. Let's find a different way to get the ball in his hands. Instead of looking at that and saying, gosh, you know, he, is, he has got all the throws. We just need to, to maybe edit that, that motion to touch and edit, you know, some of his, his fundamentals. But, God, the talent's there. And he yeah. has great instincts. And he has the ability to learn. And he obviously has game-breaking speed and agility and ball running 
skills and instincts that we have never seen at the quarterback position yep. outside of maybe Michael Vick. And even that, even I think he's better than Michael Vick I agree. as a runner. I agree. Um, why wouldn't you want to take somebody who has that kind of natural talent and has that type of weapon with his legs to add this 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 different dimension to your offense that, that very few people in the league can boast to that degree? And he can throw the ball. And he can make those decisions. And he can he has pocket presence. Like all those things. Like just if you have even an outside shot at making him a quarterback, I think you try. But the fact that he had proven that he could play the position at a very high level in college, I don't understand how you look at him. It's like you're almost trying to be smarter than everybody else. But it was a lot of people that felt that way. Yeah. And then after it was clear there was something there. Like even if he wasn't perfect, and he wasn't as a, as a rookie in the NFL when he took over the team down the stretch. And in his MVP year, he was really getting his legs under him, obviously. He had a great year. There were still people that were nitpick every single little thing. We talked about how every single game, every single snap is a referendum on his career. Every time. Every single time he made one mistake, and you just simply did not have the same people doing those type of things with traditional quarterbacks. And it, was, it just gets so exhausting. And finally, you know, he put the, the debate to bed. And the vast majority of people that held that other position – came around but there's still people that hold on to that because they just have to be right they just have to be right about this guy and they refuse so every time he slips up at all like the playoff game which i think we can all acknowledge he didn't have his best game he made a couple of really big mistakes but also it was far from only his fault and i don't think he was the number one culprit but as the quarterback you wear it yeah that's how it works and he did wear it um but they're all pointing at after an mvp season they're all pointing at that as some sort of proof that he's not a good quarterback. Nobody else deals with that. Josh Allen will have a five interception game, and they're not going to – they don't say he shouldn't play quarterback. They might say he's not clutch. Jeff, just, I guess, first of all, how different the landscape is now than it was five years ago where you not only had the transfer portal the last couple months, but you don't have any news on sign, on the, this normal signing day and – do you see it kind of changing even more as we move forward? Well, yeah, it's kind of been an uneventful day for us. And, uh, yeah, I just think the college landscape has changed quite a bit. Yes, it'll continue to probably adapt um, moving forward even more. But, you know, we just try to, you know, figure it out and uh, make the most of it. So from our end, uh, I think you've always got to be ready for roster change, and that's going to always be guys that graduate, guys that possibly enter the NFL draft, guys that maybe are unhappy with their playing time. And then you factor in that, you know, these guys can transfer freely basically whenever they want. Uh, So you've got to be prepared uh, to add to your roster. So I just think that we understood that uh, from the beginning. Uh, So throughout the entire season uh, until the very end, we were working hard to prepare ourselves to, adapt and change our roster to improve our football team and I think we were in a good position we were on it early our, our coaches uh, our recruiting staff uh, identified what we thought could help us and we were active in going and trying to get that and in the end we feel we feel good about uh, you know what we've brought to the table of course now they got to come here and we've got to work with them and they've got to prove their worth and we've got to gel it all together but uh, in my opinion you know, all winter, all spring, all summer, all fall camp, you should be able to piece things together if you if you put the time in. And I'm looking forward to seeing these guys play. Jeff, you signed seven defensive backs out of the portal. I guess how much 
priority did you place on DBs knowing, you know, the situation you guys had? And then also with MJ coming back, is he going to be ready for a spring? Well, we're excited to get MJ back. Uh, unfortunately, got injured last year uh, with a knee injury, but it was, uh, I think, early in camp. And, um, you know, he's close to being fully healthy. Uh, we'll probably limit him throughout the spring, but uh, by June he'll be 100% full speed. And I think he's way ahead of schedule right now. I look forward to get him back. But I do think the defensive back position is very important uh, to be aggressive on defense, to stop the run, uh, to get after the quarterback. Uh, you've got to be able to play some one-on-one matchups occasionally. And uh, when you've got good secondary players that can do that and can challenge routes and understand route structure and schemes and the timing of how certain blitzes and uh, attacks work that uh, you know you can make plays. I think that we did some really good things on defense overall. Uh, would like to play better towards the end of the year, so there's a lot of things to improve on, but adding good aggressive, good size uh, defensive backs um, can help our football team uh, play at a high level. As the portal becomes more important, is it more frequent that players like um, reach out to you or, or your program and say we want to come there or do you have to be more often the aggressor and say we'd like you to come play here well I think now um, there's so many elements involved in recruiting there's so many elements involved in each player in his uh, situation uh, that they have people reaching out to places uh, for them and um, you know with all that going on you sometimes have a little bit of an idea that something may happen or may not happen and um, you know you always keep your ears open and uh, and listen and I think you can learn a lot by, by listening so I just think that uh, man there's so many layers to this that uh, you, you do the best you can to um, always be within the rules but at the same time you know be aware of, of your surroundings and make sure that you uh, you know, when, when that portal period opens, that uh, recruiting period opens, that uh, you're very uh, aggressive and you're um, exploring all options and making sure you're trying to piece this together uh, to add, you know, not only what can help your football team win, but good people uh, that you think are going to want to work hard and prove themselves for possibly just their last year, or maybe their last two years. And I think um, with us, when we get guys that just have one or one year especially, but even two, you know, I think they're, they, they want to come here with a purpose and they want to prove themselves. And, uh, you know, we've had pretty good success uh, in the last so many years doing that where I, when I've been a head coach is getting guys um, with just one year left uh, that want to come and make a difference. Do you have, like, an, a, an ideal ratio or, or whatever of guys recruited out of high school versus the portal, or is it just a matter of year by year whoever's sort of the best available? <laughs> Well, we don't put a ratio on it. Uh, I, I do think that uh, you know we still want to take uh, be very active in recruiting high school prospects and doing right by that and doing right by our state and the surrounding area. And yeah, the best the best case is bringing guys in, develop them, and they become great players for you. But that's unfortunately not how it always works now. There's just a lot of change. There's a lot of uh, factors that go into you know how long is it going to take to develop players? Okay, when they get developed. Is someone going to try to, you know, poach them from you uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that you don't like, but it happens? Um, so there's a lot of risks to go in that. Uh, when you're able to um, attract someone with uh, experience who's played a lot of football already, 
that is probably coming here with a purpose. Um, you know, sometimes you feel comfortable about, you know, well, let's go this route and uh, let's get somebody that can help us win right now um, that has already comp- played competitive football. Um, and that's kind of what I think you're seeing is you're just seeing teams that understand the importance of winning right now this year. Yes, you want to build for the future and all that, but the, the, the important thing is always how can we win uh, this next game? How can we win this next year? And I think that's um, what you got to factor into it. So for us, I got to help our football team win in 2024, and I think that uh, on paper we did a pretty good job doing that. Now, it's of course, it's a matter of gelling it together, and, and, and but I, I do think that uh, that's how the landscape works now a little bit. And some people may see it different. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say there's not a, another way to skin the cat, but at the same time, how are you going to win this next year? And that's what we want to do. You talked a couple times already now here about purpose when it comes to the portal. Uh, are there other things you're looking for? You've had success with guys coming from Power 5 programs to your program and guys who probably came from places that people haven't heard of that, that have been some of your better players. So uh, what else maybe are you looking for, too, in addition to that? Well, there are a lot of elements to it, uh, without question. Uh, you know, we have had a lot of success taking young men from – group of five or FCS programs that uh, want to prove themselves and that uh, did a good job where they're at. And uh, I think we've got a few of those pieces to uh, our team right now. And I think they're going to do a great job just based on what I've seen, uh, you know, in this first month. Um, At the same time, we probably got a lot of uh, young men from really good programs this year as well that uh, after researching and investigating why they want to switch and what they're looking for and, uh, what value we think they can add uh, we feel good about them to this point as well and i think that uh, you know we like the additions to our team i think anytime you you're trying to win football games you know even guys on your team currently that play well and that play at a high level they want to win so they want great teammates around them and you know what if we have them already on our team that's great but at the same time i think you can still add value by 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 gaining experience uh especially at the quarterback position, which we feel like we did with Tyler. I think bringing him in, um, it's his seventh year. Uh, he's coming here with a true purpose to prove himself, to prove that he can stay healthy, to prove that he can play an entire year and help his football team win, and he wants to play at the next level. Uh, so we like uh, all the dynamics that go behind that. Now, does he need to prove that he can stay healthy? Sure he does. Uh, is he fully healthy now? No, he's actually not. You know, he can, He's continuing to get back fully healthy, but we have time. But we like what we've seen to this point. At the same time, we want to develop the other quarterbacks on our roster, which we feel good about. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. I hope our voices sound pristine. I hope they sound crystal clear. The highest of, uh, of technology involved here. Uh, as we scurried back to the studio and broke virtually every uh, vehicular law there is to man, uh, but we're back. That's right. Now, later we'll be at Noble Funk, and they're great people, but for the time being, uh, we're back at the studio here, uh, and hopefully that will be the end of our issues there. I think we're good. Yeah, hopefully. 
Are you sure it's on? Yeah, I'm not really hearing him. That's all right. We're going to get this working, too. We are all good. We are all good here. Let's open up the phones here. 8150-939. Uh, that's the number if you'd like to jump in here. 3831-939 for the UPS Jobs text line if you want to. Hit us up that way. Uh, you can. We've tried in vain, uh, but very quickly, Dave, just want uh, Yeah. I told you so, basically, is what we wanted to do for the first 10 or so minutes of this about Lamar. Yeah, and I don't know how much of that has, has been uh, broadcasted out yet at this point. Very little. <laughs> very little. Okay. <laughs> very little. I don't want to say the same thing for a third right. time, but I mean, look, it's last night was, was a nice little... Uh, you know, just once again, a reminder to everybody that, and the folks that are holding on to it still, which there's not that many. I acknowledge that in the first few minutes. Like, this this debate isn't even a debate anymore. It was barely a debate to begin with. He settled it within a couple of years. of He settled it within a few games of starting in the NFL. But to the extent that it was ever a debate, it was, it's been settled. And he'll continue to achieve, and he'll continue to be a an elite Hall of Fame-level quarterback. Uh, for the rest of his career until he can't play anymore. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope very good. Knock on wood. Uh, Knock on all the wood. Knock on everything. Uh, Look, thrilled for him. Uh, Again, he is halfway, 75% to a Hall of Fame career already. Uh, And he gets, as we were saying a little bit earlier, he gets to play the very – he's finished the unfair game of am I a quarterback or not. That's over. There's, there's not, there isn't a sane person who doesn't think that anymore, and we don't hear that. To now, he gets to play the unfair but open to everyone game of can he win a Super Bowl, which we all also recognize as largely unfair to the guy at quarterback, considering how often it's not about the quarterback or not. Like you can't win without good quarterback play, but you can often not win with good quarterback play. That happens too. Yeah. But that's the game you want to be playing. For Increasingly Lamar. less, though. Like it, honestly, I mean, how often do people really win without great quarterback play anymore? I mean, not at a high level. Uh, even when, like Nick Foles played great when they won a quarter when they won the Super Bowl. He's not a great quarterback, but he played well that postseason. You know, it's, Joe Flacco is not considered by most a great quarterback, but he had one of the best postseason runs of all time. Like, just because you don't – and the vast majority of, of, of titles are just won by great quarterbacks. You can't hide the position anymore. You know, I think the best part uh, at this point about him and his career and at this point kind of in his career is I now can uh, – having seen him basically play this whole year uh, with very, very little – certainly a, a dramatic reduction in the amount of, like, designed runs uh, – in the offense, it's a lot easier for me now to envision him playing right into a lot longer, you know, deeper into his career where if he's primarily a guy, you know, who's limited, relatively speaking, as a runner as he gets older, which is, you know, life, I think he could still manipulate games throwing the ball for a lot longer. He's got a lot of years still ahead of him. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. When we're talking about him being limited – as he gets older as a runner, I mean, he's starting from such a... <laughs> right, like his a, limited going to be know, amazing, it's not, right? It's not like Peyton Manning getting less mobile as he gets older. <laughs> it's, it's Lamar Jackson starting way up here 
and getting less mobile as he gets older, but still able to manipulate the pocket and run at him at 75% is going to be better than 95% of the quarterbacks ever to play the game. <laughs> so, and he showed this year how, how adept and he's done this his entire career, but how adept he is at extending plays, you know, and feeling pressure. He's always been good at feeling pressure and, and, and avoiding the rush and some getting out of every sure sack you've ever seen imaginable. Um, you've really got to get him dead to rights because if you tackle him too high, yeah, he gets out of it. If you somehow go too low, he's going to get out of it. Like he's just he's he's really good at feeling pressure and really good at reacting quickly. Um, but he's going to be an incredibly mobile quarterback even when he's you know ten or fifteen percent less effective as a runner than he is right now. Um, he he can he can he can have a long long successful career well into his late 30s maybe even 40 who knows i've loved all of the stats uh, that have been sort of dug up about Lamar. uh if i had my if i had like a magic wand here and could just wish little things for him i think not fumbling in the pocket Mm. you know i don't know if the, the statistics bear it out but it seems like he has a knack for that above the average guy and it might be one of those things you take and you swallow just because of what they what else he brings. Yeah. But the AFC Championship game and beyond, those moments, those games, every single tiny, little, minuscule thing matters. Right. These margins are so small. Uh, having that be far less of, because no quarterback never fumbles, uh, be far less of a part of what happens with him, especially as he keeps plays alive, which yeah. he does, I think it would be... It's probably the, one of the last like tinkering kinds of things he's got really to do. Now right. it's just about it's just about winning. Because like you know, you can always isolate the bad plays. Like his his interception late in the game was was an awful decision. But I don't think that's a trademark of his. You know what I mean? Like what you're talking about yeah. is is something more traceable. You know, and something that he maybe does more than the average great quarterback, a good quarterback. Um, you know, I, I think he got a little overhyped on some of his deep throws in that game, which still rears its head every once in a while. He is a very good thrower for the football at every level, but if he gets a little, little over pumped, you know, he can he can overthrow that deep ball a little bit, and one yard is the difference between a touchdown and a completion. You know, and that's we saw that several times in the AFC Championship game. He also was playing a little bit of hero ball in that second half, where. I think he was trying to get it all back, you know, or really the second quarter into the third quarter, he was trying to get it all back when it's like, man, you're only down by, by 10 points. Like just, just pump the brakes, man. Like it's calm yourself down a little bit. It's going to be okay. Um, and eventually he settled in and, and you can trace it to Zay flowers having his mini meltdown, you know, three different things you can point to and just be like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, starting with the fumble at the goal line, you know, and, there was plenty of blame to go around, but he had his moments in that game that you can trace to. But overall, man, he had such a great season and really thrived in what Todd Munkin tried to do all year. Begs the question why they tried to do something different. Why they tried to be something else, right? In the AFC Championship game. But I digress. Like, I'll never accept just full blame on Lamar. Like, I, I acknowledge his part in it and the mistakes he made. And I've, I'll talk about it every single time we talk about the game. But... I refuse to just be like, it's all Lamar's fault when they yeah. ran the ball six times with the running backs. I don't I know. Lamar's pretty infallible. 
Just can't do it. He's infallible. We can't blame Lamar for anything. Sure, absolutely. All right, so a texter into the UPS Jobs text line asked this question. A quick Lamar throwback question. Were you guys on board for Lamar to start over Kyle Bolin in his freshman year? I remember sitting and arguing with fans about whether it was worth going through the growing pains with Lamar or starting the experienced Bolin. Would have never expected Lamar to become an all-time great. Uh, You know, I just wanted Lamar to have a chance. I hoped he would be great. I had no idea. I went back and forth that season, but I strongly remember at different points saying that Bolin should be our starter. Uh, but it was when we had evidence for it. You know, once Lamar took those reins, it was like we all knew that he had tremendous potential. It was really just the one-year question. But, yeah, there were, I absolutely remember at some point advocating for Kyle Bolin. To I never – I was – I believe I was <laughs> Lamar-focused – I thought he should be the guy. But I, I really felt like that debate was not really do you think Kyle Bolin is better than Lamar or it should be. It wasn't. It, yeah. it was really, I think all of us, if you go back, it's hard to even remember life before. But a lot of us were really unsure that Bobby knew how to call an offense for Lamar. Yeah. Given what we had seen you know, over his entire career, that had, what Lamar was so much better than anyone we've ever seen at was something that Bobby had never emphasized in an offense at all. And quite frankly, Bobby got lazy with Lamar at quarterback. He he figured out the RPO and then never maximized what yeah. he could do, which is weird to say when you look at his college stats. But if you were there in the moment, you remember plenty of times where you're like, why have you called three straight RPOs? Yeah. Um, and some of it was on Lamar where he would he would keep it. He had a tendency, especially in the last quarter of his Heisman campaign and then the next season oftentimes he would keep it he would speed read them options right instead like there was no read about (laughs) it uh where like if you look at that season the first six games Brandon Radcliffe was being mentioned in the Heisman race too get 100 yards in the first half yeah I guess Florida State I think right and then like he was like eighth or ninth or tenth in the Heisman but he was on a lot of people's ballots like those mid-season ballots and then he fell off a cliff stopped giving him the ball we had no designed runs to him and Lamar stopped giving him the ball. <laughs> like, And that's partially on Lamar, but a lot of it was on Bobby. It's like, dude, there are so many other ways to use Lamar. You don't just have to do this every single time. And he, he never quite figured that part of it. I thought he got really lazy with Lamar, and especially his, his junior year. Texture says, Ennis must be quiet angry by now. I've, I think I've... You've handled it pretty well. I've, I think so, too. Thank you. I've yeah, I thought for... I think on, like in the, on the scale... I thought you did a really good job of handling this one. I've been known to lose my boil on the inside. I've seen Mark just kick random puppies. At least this was a short drive. On a good day. On a good day. At least for you guys it was a short drive, yeah, not like true. halfway across town. Drive, yeah. All right. 8150-939 is the number if you want to get in here. We appreciate all of you bearing with us uh, through all of that. We will be out at Noble Funk later, uh, and we would be out there now, but we couldn't get the connection uh, to be stable. And we want to talk with you guys, and we'll start with Kenny. Kenny, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up? Hey guys, I love that you're talking about Lamar. I know the Kenny. Super Bowl. Yeah, hey, there uh, we are. Listen, I are are we there? You're there, bud. Hearing the feedback in my phone, but uh, the uh, thing I remember about Lamar. Do y'all remember talking about it? I don't know if your show was on back then, but uh, th- there was a bunch of the athletes were out in the street, and I think Rajon Rondo was there and oh, yeah. foot raced somebody. And beat him. He smoked him. And Lamar walked up and said, I'll race you. And he smoked Rajon. Do y'all remember that? I do remember that. 
Yeah, the other thing I wanted to bring up about Lamar, and I, I kind of feel sorry for this kid. He was a UK player, and he was pretty hateful. And he and Lamar got in a fight, and then this kid got several. Uh, he never got kicked out of the game. I mean, we killed Kentucky at Kentucky. It was, it was, it was. I don't know if it was his. It might have been his junior year because I think he'd already won the Heisman. And uh, but anyway, I can't remember the kid's name, but he got in a fight with Lamar trying to get him kicked out of the game. And I, that kid, wherever he is today, you know, he's got to deal with the fact that Lamar's got two most valuables and and a Heisman, and he's going to be a deadlock cinch to be a Hall of Famer. You know, there's no way to keep him out of all that. And uh, anyway. I, I just, I just, I'm the biggest Lamar fan out there. I just love it, y'all talking about it. Yep. Appreciate it, Kenny. Okay. Thank you so much. We are uh, enormous fans, too. I do remember the trash can b- being tossed at Lamar. I was Lamar. about to say it was the trash can game. Yeah, it was the trash can game. And, uh, you know, history has a way of uh, bringing some justice to this sort of thing. And if you think about it, we know that that happened. We know it was done to Lamar. We don't really, off the top of our heads, remember who did it. We don't remember off the top of our heads the name of the guy Lamar hurdled for Syracuse, and that's cool. Yeah, right? Like, they get lost Lamar's, in the annals the of history. star of those two plays, yeah. uh, not the others, and uh, history has a way of reminding us of just that. You're the one getting dunked on, yeah. you know? And sometimes you remember sure. who gets dunked on. I don't remember sometimes who Kyle don't. Keurig dunked on, and sometimes people I don't do. remember that it was Kyle Scott Keurig. Martin. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I'm I still think it's Luke that. Hancock that dunked on him. <laughs> I, think, no, I know it's, I I know like it's do, Scott I Martin. I do like to just sort of sow that disinformation here. I, know, I know that it's Scott Martin because they, they bronzed him exactly where he landed <laughs> and moved the court four feet to the right. <laughs> He's there to this day in Notre Dame. Texture says that the city of Baltimore should build a, sta- a statue of Louie outside the Ravens Stadium to thank us for Lamar. I like well, that. for Lamar and for Johnny United. And Johnny United, right? That's the thing. Like Our connection to the city of Baltimore is strong the greatest baltimore colt quarterback and the greatest baltimore raven quarterback that's right cody welcome into the drive bud what's up hey what's up guys happy friday you too i haven't heard that so long press your luck buddy (laughs) god i I would be going 98 down the highway right now if i heard that song kick off while i was driving Mark's, exactly. Mark's mood is quickly turning. Now I'm quite angry. <laughs> oh, I, I, I remember when that, that song came out. I was I, I love watching like drum covers on YouTube, and this one guy did a drum cover of that song. He, he, cr- <laughs> he, he, he absolutely crushed it, but I was like, this needs to stop, y'all. <laughs> like We need to put this to bed now. Uh, great song. Shout out Rebecca Black. There you um, go. Okay, no, it's not uh, a great so, song. So, it's a phenomenal song. Stop it. It's iconic. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a, there's uh, an alternate universe up. where Rebecca Black was Taylor Swift. No, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, can God make a stone so big he can't lift it? Like, can, can, can God make a universe where Rebecca Black is Taylor Swift? No. Not a chance. Anyway, go ahead. I did, I, Sorry, Cody. I, 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 no, you're good. I'm sorry if I made you angry, Mark. I'll, I'll move on for the subject. It's all right. Uh, now, so so to me, uh, Lamar is is like the Giannis of the NFL. I'm not I'm not saying like Giannis can't shoot, Lamar can't throw, but I'm saying like like before Giannis won that ring, all, all he did was 
besides dominating the regular season, he was just a nothing but a class act off the court. All the dude does is hang out with his girlfriend and his mom and goes to hospitals and hangs out with kids. Like, just a great dude. And the NBA media would just pick him apart left and right about every little thing instead of just focusing on, like, just the greatness that you're seeing. And then until he won a cha- – now that he's won a championship, people have cooled off on that. So it's like until hmm. until Lamar gets over that yeah. hump, they're still just going to be, be nit- nitpicking him. But, uh, but, yeah, it's like L- Lamar, he dominates on the field. He's a class act off the field. So it's like, yeah, they just have to nitpick every little thing. And until Lamar gets that ring, it's just going to keep – keep happening but i don't know if you guys agree with that comparison but it, it, it's it's almost you, you know uh, Giannis got to the conference finals uh been disappointed then he came back and, and won the ring so i really hope that lamar does that next year but uh yeah thank you guys y'all have a good weekend okay appreciate it cody thank you Thanks, listen buddy. i don't that's not the worst comparison yeah in the sense of people thought the major like the the secret strength or like the core of what makes him what he is is like being physically gifted, but not being skilled, like not you know not having a, a lot of finesse, mm-hmm. you know, and and that sort of thing. Uh, I I could see that people thinking of Giannis as being crazy athletic, but not necessarily. They're a always looking for player. reasons to to detract from yeah. him or to to discount what he's done. So uh, we need a Drew Holiday addition to, to the Ravens to win a title. Is what I'm hearing here. What's that? We yeah. need a Drew Holiday addition because Drew, when he gets to right. Milwaukee, they win it all that year. So who is the Drew Holiday of the NFL for this good example? I'm sure Baltimore it, will it do remains something. to be seen. Yeah, they've got to win. But uh, again, to be just, I'm lost in thought now. The right. talk about Lamar and winning a Super Bowl and all that sort of thing, like it's not fair to quarterbacks. But we we overpay and overlaud them because of it, yeah. Right. So like we pay them crazy money and we we celebrate them. So there's a, we're at least fair about it. Like we're going to be unfair if if you lose, but we're going to be unfair if you win too. Yeah, you're going to get way more credit than you deserve when that, you win, yes. and you get it way more blame than you deserve when you lose. That's just that's the nature of the position. That's why you get paid you know fifty million a year to play it. It's always going to be that way. There, there, there is. We have to talk about college football, like in general, when we come back here. Very weird. What's going on in the world of college football yeah. with, with coaches, uh, and and with UCLA and Chip Kelly. We'll talk about that to start the the four o'clock hour, but we do have to get to that uh, at some point. But yeah, I do think that that's a fair comparison. I understand what you're getting at and making that analogy. And now Lamar. It's almost like he has had to spend the first five or six years getting permission to play the un the the proper unfair game. Like he yeah. had to validate that he's a quarterback. Now I get to validate if I'm the best kind. Yeah. Whereas so many others just sort of start off with that getting to be assumed about them. Either way, either way, Lamar got paid his way. He's won two MVPs playing his, his way, way. Uh being himself his way. And if he wins the Super Bowl, I get it will be his way too. If anything, though, I, I you know we had Jason Lock and Four on earlier uh, this week, and I think it was fair. I do wonder if Lamar this season, or just in general, in some of these bigger moments, is reticent to run as much as he was earlier in his career because he has he wants to prove something. I I <laughs> wish he would like go ahead and just lean into being kind of frantic Lamar every once. In a while. I understand what you're saying. I I, I get it. Um. 
it would be wild to me that if he has that thought process while he's playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just do what comes natural to you. You do what's what's there for you. I mean, look, Kansas City, they weren't rushing much in the first half. They were dropping eight a lot. They were dropping seven or eight in coverage, and they were kind of begging them to run the ball, and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> um, they they tried three or four times, got stuffed a few times, and just didn't didn't try it again until late in the third quarter. And they never really attempted to establish the run like they should have, especially against a defense that's dropping and begging you to do it. Like, I'll never understand what they were doing in that game. I'll never understand how Harbaugh didn't yell at Munkin at some point. Just be like, dude, what are you doing and why? Yeah. Explain it to me. Why have we only given the running back the ball six times this game? Explain it to me. All right, we'll take a quick break here, and we're going to try to explain something else to you, and that's what's going on with college football and Chip Kelly. We'll talk about that on the other side here on The Drive on Athenville. Be right back. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 